Well, welcome to the show. This is T-Pain, and you are in the zone with T-Pain and Doc Bishop. What's up, Doc? What's going on, T-Pain? You know, man, I really don't know. So how was last week? Last week was awesome. It was awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so what does that mean? It was off the chain. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> okay, so I don't know any more than I knew before I asked you how was last week. Well... Because you preached, didn't you? Yeah, I preached in New Orleans. Okay. Um, it was nice. It was my first time going to what they call the city. Uh, it's what do you mean, warm. the city? Yeah, they call it D-A-C-I-T-Y. Oh. Uh, yes, like Orleans. the zone. Yeah, D-A. Yeah, like the zone. Mm, okay. So I was in the city. <laughs> it was it was nice. It was nice. I enjoyed myself. Uh, made some great connections. Um, and God showed out Sunday morning. It was off the chain. I, I can imagine. It. I can imagine. You know, and we didn't get an invite. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, that's how it is when you're popular. You know what? You know, hey, little people have to fit in where they can. You know, you always got to invite. Okay, whatever. So, now, did you hear anything about the news? I'm, I'm sure you was watching Facebook. I have been watching Facebook. Okay. And anything catch your eye? <laughs> Speaking of eye, a lot of stuff caught my eye. Uh, you, you know, I never know with you because you get these stories that come out of the wazoo. But yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I always get the stories that's going to be on blast on that Monday morning. But they do, man. And they, they end up being on blast because I couldn't believe that people had a problem with Gabby's hair. I know, right? But now she did in defense of herself said, listen, I think you should be uh, concerned about the fact that I made history yes. more so than my hair. Yes. Because she didn't know. I mean, it didn't, it didn't look bad to me. It just looked like she didn't know her. You know, like most Oh my sisters. God, you sound just like the no, people I'm, who were talking about I'm her saying, meeting the perm. I can just tell the edges was oh a little rough. But, you know, just like anybody Jesus. else. Jesus! Okay, answer this question. You work out, right? Yes, I why, do. Why, if you're going to sweat, why do you want to get a perm to sweat it out? I know that. Well, you asking the person who wear a wig. You don't wear a wig all the time. I'm no, just... I don't. But I will, I will throw on a wig after I do my four mile yeah. run. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and dare you to talk about it. But see, <laughs> you covering it up. You're covering up what she was saying. The heck with it. You know. Well, so. see, yeah, because see, she can't wear no wig. No, not on those balance beams. Mm-mm, that would have came yeah. off, and she would have fell off and broke her ankle, broke her leg, or something. Yeah, she she can't wear a wig. No, she can't. Mm-mm. Can you imagine her swinging on them, them balance beams? And then the wig just fly up in the air and hit her feet, and she was like, "Oh, what is that?" Well, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine. That, that was a Doc Bishop moment. Well, Doc Bishop, you are wrong for that. <laughs> you are so wrong. But anyway, no, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine her um, having stuff flying into work. You know, it's a regulation. It's against the regulation for I them. Mean, I would see why. Yes, well, I can imagine that, and then imagine them getting hurt. Yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, she did say something back, and then did you see about Serena? I didn't see what they said about Serena, but I actually doing saw, the crip walk. I saw her. They advertised it on the Olympics, mm-hmm. and I saw her do her little crip walk dance. Cause you know they had a problem with that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, they had a problem with it, and we, you know, we did talk about that last Saturday on on our show. About them having a problem with it, but now see today we're just talking about the response. Okay. Gabby had a response to hers, okay. And uh, Serena, her response was, "I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I mean, listen, she's the second lady in, in in all of tennis to go in and win four singles and get the Olympic gold. Yes, yeah, she she's bad. And so why not dance? I mean, I uh, I remember watching American Idols win Fantasia. One American Idol, how grandmother was in the aisle, yes. shotting. Yeah. Okay. You know, just all up and down, just just you know, giving God you know praise. But so what? What's appropriate and what's inappropriate? And they were saying that listen, she's here in London. Yeah. What kings and queens are? Yeah. How dare she act this way? I, I'm gonna keep that to myself. Well, but the thing about it is, I think they want to. Not they don't want people to express who they really are, mm-hmm. and that's who she is. 
And you know, well, you a see them little half naked women that playing the volleyball, jumping up and down. They they are excited. Should you not be excited that you won? You should be excited. You well. you know, be happy, rejoice. You know, uh, I don't see anything wrong with what they did, but to them, they're bringing the ghetto to a very uh, very formal event. That is not ghetto. I don't create well. Because you don't know how. Oh, oh yeah, I do know how, no, how to don't. create well. No, you don't know how to create well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, in Serena's defense, mm-hmm. I don't think anything was wrong with it. I actually enjoyed um, okay, her da- play. Yeah, okay. I bet you did. Yeah, I like Serena. I know you do. You know what? PG-13. PG-13. What are you talking about? My mind was not in the gutter. What are you saying? Okay, well, moving right along to the next thing in the news. This just had me shaking my head. Okay. Um, and speaking of going too far. Okay. This whole Trayvon Martin thing. Um. A Florida, the Florida prosecutor hoping to uh, convict George Zinnemann of murder and the Trayvon Martin shooting made a huge mistake when her office released a photo of the teen's dead body. Wow. Florida prosecutors today accidentally distributed a postmortem photo of Trayvon Martin as well as copies of George Zinnemann's college records, material that Florida law considers confidential and exempt from disclosure. Imagine the mother who had not seen that, having to see her son laying dead on the ground. They actually took pictures of him on the ground, and uh, some of these pictures are actually out on the internet. Uh, I saw it and I just thought, why? People are, they're sick. And there'd be anything that for attention. That is just horrible. It is crazy. It is. I mean, and you can see the black darkness, and you can see the spotlight where his body wow. is laying face down. And why would someone do that? The photocopy picture of Martin was one of three taken by an unnamed witness, and the photo mistakenly released. By Curry is a black and white photo of an image depicting a teenager laying face down. So, who was the pictures taken by? Were they taken by witnesses? They said unnamed. Okay. They said unnamed witness. And, uh, you know, Zinnerman has lost an extreme amount of weight. He's went through such great lengths to try to uh, um, dehumanize the young man. um, Just to say that it was okay for him to kill him. And I, I tell you, it's just one of those things that we in the, in our church community, we have to pray yes. and uh, continue yes. to pray continue. for the family yes. and pray that justice uh, be uh, lifted. Yes, yes. 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 Wow. So, um, you know, we, we did talk a little bit about the women's conference. Yes, we did. You know, um, the Radical Women's Conference was off the chain. It was off the chain. And did, how did you like the young man who um, went out to meet Marvin Sapp? The young man, his agent was also there. Yes. And he's doing some projects with Marvin Sapp. And I think they, they're working with him to get a CD out. Yeah. But yeah. was his testimony not awesome? His testimony blew me away. Actually, a friend of mine, we were having a conversation mm-hmm. on the way to the church about some of the things that he said. Oh, my god. So goodness. it was like confirmation mm-hmm. to what he was saying, but I'm, I'm blown away. You know, and listen, to know that the Zone Radio Ministries have celebrities coming out to their conferences. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. And the young lady who came in out of Millersville, was she the Jill Scott a gospel or what? Yeah, she did her thing now. She definitely did her thing. She she did her thing. She Unbelievable range. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she is uh well, shout out to her. Whitney Houston's uh for her birthday, her daughter and uh, the young man that Whitney allegedly was raising as her own son. I didn't even know she had a 
someone that she was raising as her adopted son. Now Barbara Christina is actually dating this guy yeah. as her fiance. They tattooed um, some of Whitney's name on their wrist. Okay. Did you see that? I have not seen that. Yeah, and uh, and the movie is going to be coming out. The last movie that Whitney was in. Yes. Oh, I actually want to see that. August the seventeenth. August. Yeah. August. You know what? I was saying, T.D. Jakes could not have went wrong with that movie. He. I think it was definitely a move of God to do that, and that would give the give the people something to see her in, um, especially doing something that she loved, mm-hmm. which was singing, and you know. So I I think it's going to be good. I'm going to compare it to the original Sparkle. Um, so I can't wait to see it. Well, you know, you can't go wrong with Sparkle. I mean, I have a copy of the original Sparkle. I hate the original Sparkle. Uh, hate is such a strong word. Okay, okay. I strongly dislike the original uh, Sparkle. Compared to what, Doc? Compared to... It was old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. The things I have to put up with in the studio. I mean... <sighs> I mean, it was... It was thought out it was just so it was long like, it was long because it was a movie but it was longer than it's normal. not a reality show i don't like reality shows now you know what i bet you watch <laughs> love and hip-hop i snuck and watched it for the first time oh, okay mm-hmm. okay i rest my case so you know td jakes I, I know he's gonna make a lot of money off yes, this one yes he is just because whitney houston is in it um jordan sparks who mm-hmm. was actually on american idol she's definitely an excellent singer so yes, and then uh, with people wanting to see Whitney saying his eyes is on the sparrow. I know. You know, uh, can you imagine her singing that song? Because even though Whitney had lost a bit of her range, yeah. she could still sing. She still could sing. She had you know? it. And then I want to see Mike Epps. Oh, I can't wait to see what Mike Epps is. You just say his what, name and you what laugh. Do, what does that have to do with Sparkle? He's in it. Okay, so moving <laughs> right along. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh God! Mm-mm-mm. Well, we do have a guest in the studio today, yes, and yes, uh, you know, as we continue on with our news, because <laughs> we have to keep it, have to keep it rolling. Yeah. What now, she said. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, doc. Whatever. That was an 87-year-old woman who was uh, carjacked in broad daylight. Wow. Yeah, they they're saying that these two young men they they carjacked her on uh, on a Tuesday morning. Johnny May Etheridge she told Fox Two that she is still scared and shaken from the traumatic experience. Etheridge was only two blocks from home to get her brakes fixed when two young men held her at gunpoint at a stoplight on the city's west side, and the other fellow was at the rear of the car and he had his gun. And she said, I had a problem trying to get the seatbelt loose. But he pushed me out of the car and threw my cane out and just hopped in the car with my purse and all my ID and took off. What what was this? What did this happen at? Well, this happened. Let me make sure that I I get this right. It was in Georgia. It doesn't say. It's Fox 2 in Georgia? There is a fox everywhere, isn't it? Because we we have a fox here in Georgia, and well in Macon. Okay. Well, isn't there a fox here in Macon? Like Fox Twenty Four? Yeah, Fox Twenty Four. You don't know. Yeah, Fox Twenty Four. You don't know where it's at. You know what? It's downtown Macon, Fox Twenty Four. So okay, Miss Johnny May, you know they said that these young people would do that to um, a young woman um, such as her. We definitely want to. Miss Johnny Mac, 87 years old. But they didn't kill her. I'm just saying. Okay. That is not funny. <laughs> you sure she wasn't having all time on tape? No, okay, she was mind. not. Okay. They took her car. Okay. Okay. We're definitely praying for Miss Johnny Mae. We don't know who she is. She was in Detroit. Okay, Detroit. Oh, yeah. Well, you. Detroit, that happens all the time because you heard I what happened. Know. I mean, to uh, Pastor Wine, and they got him out there in Detroit. Did so. they take his car too? I don't know if they took his car or not, but he got carjacked. So how you get carjacked? They don't take your car. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just said that. Didn't I? <laughs> 
I think something is in that water you gave us. <laughs> the things I had to put out wet. Hey, that was a not bishop moment. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I wow. tell you. This look and this we can replay. <laughs> pre-recorded shows uh, okay because we can always replay this show well now have you been watching the uh, the olympus <clears throat> as far as the basketball and all that good stuff i have not been watching basketball i'm surprised because you are you are a kobe fanatic you know i i've been missing it because kobe is in the olympics yeah he is you know i know that that's all you know huh well i know he's in it i haven't been watching the game because you I've are been... not a fan I am a Kobe fan, but I just have, I kind of forgot that, you know, they were playing because I was so caught up in the swimming and the gymnastics and the volleyball and all that other stuff because I saw Kobe supporting Michael Phelps. I'm a Michael mm-hmm. Phelps fan as well. Uh, so I, I miss the basketball. Yes. Michael Phelps, I didn't realize he just looked kind of odd. He looks old. Is that what it is? Yes, he, he looks old for his age. It could be the swimming. I think it is a swim. The, the Kareem? Yeah. The water. The Kareem, yeah. 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 No, okay. But you know, I, I, haven't you seen that movie, the, um, I Am Legend, with um, You know, Smith? we have a guest. We are not going <laughs> to spend all of our shows. <laughs> so you get what I'm saying. Because yes, I know you you always bringing them over. Well, I'm just saying, you know, those swimmers' shoulders kind of look like those monsters in I Am Legend. Because they're so broad and they... I wish the people listening could see. Okay, well then this is our, our last one because we definitely want to make sure we get into our topic. Yes. Um, Kanye uh, and Kim are going to actually uh, be dissed by Kevin Hart. And they're doing this as an opening to the 2012 MTV video. They showed a little bit of it. I saw it on our Inside Edition. Wow. But uh, that Kevin Hart, now he's making some money. Kevin Hart is hilarious. He is he hilarious. Is hilarious. I really like him. Yes, he, he he's yeah. hilarious. You know, and, uh, and he's he's joking around with uh, uh, Kim Kardashian asking her, don't you have a white hoodie? You, you know, you, you KKK, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, so, and it's, it's, it's pretty funny. But, uh, um, He's going to actually be hosting that. And I don't watch MTV. Me neither. Um, you know, so you so. don't watch Single Ladies. I'll do that tomorrow on VH1. I don't know. Is that a reality show? I don't know if it's a reality show what it is. I thought you said you don't watch reality shows. I don't. I just know that people put it on Facebook. Single Ladies. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and follow up on the um, story because I told the listeners that we will be following up on it and keeping them abreast. The young man who was actually um, allegedly committed suicide in Arkansas, the 21-year-old who they said shot himself in the head. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, The FBI is stepping in to investigate. They've been asked to step in and investigate that. Um, because uh, the family do not believe it. Well, first of all, they said he shot himself in the head. While he was handcuffed? From behind. From behind. Yes, yeah, And that. shot himself on the right side of the temple when he's left-handed. Oh, no. You can't. Well, that's what they said. And they said they, sh- they searched him twice and he didn't have a weapon. But he must have pulled it out of concealed place. So handcuffed, the handcuffed from behind, seated. In the back seat of the police so car. So where's the weapon? I don't know all that. That they have not re- yeah, revealed that to the media. Sound right to me. But the FBI has been called in, so that the listeners are unknown. But we are following that here at the Zone Radio Ministries. There are a lot of uh, petitions too that's on our Facebook. So do go to the Zone Radio Show. Uh, there are some young girls who they are wanting to uh, start testing for pregnancy to keep them from coming to school so there's a petition out there go out and read more about it in detail Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm always signing petitions if it's a good cause Um, go out there there's even a petition that's going to be on our Facebook to prevent the Republican Party from giving people such a hard time to register to vote 
and with voting being around the corner we're definitely going to amp that up on our show uh, and we're going to be partnering up with some people to uh, do voter registration drive and we will actually be doing some remote shows to promote that so um, do go out to the zone radio show on facebook and uh, and sign those petitions if you believe that is is a worthy cause. Mm. Can you believe that, Doc? I cannot believe that. I'm still stuck on it. But I mean, why would you lie? Why would you lie or make up a story? I I can't see that. I just can't see a young man handcuffing, trying to shoot himself on the side, and it's not. Yeah, I mean, something's well, up with that. So. I don't know if you remember the story that we did some months back. You probably don't. And this is a, a, of the young man, Jordan Miles, who um, was beaten really badly by the cops. I yeah. mean, uh, almost to the point that uh, uh, he couldn't open his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they had to cut part of his hair from the side. Well, there was a mistrial. Wow. For the cops that did this. And Jordan uh, uh, Miles' civil rights lawsuit against three Pittsburgh um, police officers as the jury find itself hopelessly deadlocked and declined to award any damages. Wow. And, uh, I mean, they beat this young man senseless. Um, neck braced, they had to shave off part of his head, hair off his head. Uh, the jury could not, the jury could only agree on one thing that uh, this was malicious persecution, finding that officers David uh, Seshak and Michael Sadak and Richard Erring did not maliciously prosecute Miles, that's what they said, as he had accused the three men of doing. So I guess they're saying that uh, they had the right to pull him over, stop him and do what they did, but did they have the right to beat him? And the way that they did. And uh, I mean, beat him to his eye was closed shut. That was intentional. Yeah, well. You know, we, we, I do want to say this. We're not just sharing these stories just so, um, because it's something we want you to know. But we, we got to start taking action as a people because there are too many people out there getting away with wrongdoing. And if we never make a lot noise, they're going to continue to get away with things that are wrong. Right. Um, so we're definitely putting this out there so you'll know, so you'll be aware. So when those petitions are, are out there, go out there, sign them, you know, talk to the young men, you mm-hmm. know. If the cops pull you over, teach them precautions and things like that so they won't have to go through these necessary things. Uh there's certain things that we could do to avoid some of these things. Yeah, exactly, that because you know some of our young uh, black men in our community, they're getting a bum rap. This young man was in college. Wow. wow. And uh, and because of how badly he was beaten, he is uh, suffering short-term memory loss. Wow. wow. And uh, and post-traumatic stress disorder uh, that has been suffered at the end of this, so he might not be able to go and finish off his college degree. And it's just sad that, you know, when you see uh, people get off injustices, yeah. it kind of do something to the community. And yeah. sometimes they feel like, why, why? when yeah. they're not going to get by? But if we come out together in unity, yes. we have more power in unity yeah. than anything. Yeah. That makes sense? It does. We definitely got to pray for our right. Okay. Well, that is the news. Yeah. You know, and then uh, we have our praise break. Right? Yeah. So what what is the praise break going to be about today? You know, knowing you, I don't know, probably something with Jay Moss or something like that, because you are a Jay Moss, Mary Mary You're fan. such a hater. <laughs> I can't believe how you hate. I'm not hating. I'm just, you know, stating the facts. You know, I like Jay Moss. I like Mary Mary, but I like a whole lot of people. Okay. Okay, so how do you think we should do our praise break today? I don't know. Let's do something different. Let's go out with a bang. We don't want to go out. We got a guest. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, let's take a break with a bang. Whatever. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see you all after this praise break.
Well, Doc, now what you thought about that song? Put your war clothes on. I know, I like that song. And that was different. You need to bring them out a little bit more. That was virtue, so bring them out a little bit more. See, that's how I know you don't be paying attention. Why you say that? Because we played virtue before. You must play virtue when I was asleep, because I ain't never heard of virtue. You do be sleeping a lot of time in the studio. <laughs> that is the eyes of God truth. Well, it was good. I I enjoyed that song. Yes, and and that that was good. you know what because we have to put our war clothes on. We got to all the stuff that's going on. But you know we have a young lady in the studio, yes. and her name is Reverend Jacqueline Craig. Yes. She was at the Radical Women's Conference. Did she not put it down? She put it down. Oh my God, Diva yes. ripped the pulpit. <laughs> my what? What? Diva ripped the pulpit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> man, I was just going behind and trying to pick up pieces. I know. Oh, man. And did she walk it or did she walk that word? She walked it. She walked Woo! it. She did. She did. I am still thinking about how she ripped that pulpit. <laughs> I know. She made it her own, basically. Yes, she did. She made it her own. Yeah, well, our topic today is how to untangle one's soul. And that primarily came because the good reverend. The good reverend. The good reverend. It's you know, when she when she put doctor on there, I'm going to love, I'm going to tear that one up. The good reverend doctor. The good, the good reverend doctor. <laughs> but the good, the good reverend. Yes. She came with a word and um, the word was about not being in a position to look back anymore. Yes. You know, move forward. Mm-hmm. Don't look back. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing binding you down and, and you're not a victim to anything anymore. No longer a victim. Right. And so, but now see, she likes using no longer bound. Yes. Now, no she longer victim, no longer yeah. victim is the, was the thing, but yeah. I take both. Yes. You understand? So, uh, because if if you're no longer a victim, you are no longer bound. No longer bound. You know. But I will tell you. She broke it down. She did. She did that. She did that well. She really did. Yes. And so now, Reverend Craig, <laughs> how are you doing, ma'am? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, you know, I I make it do what it do, the best way I know how. And and I'm so grateful uh, for you being on the show today with us, and, and for you all who are listening. Uh, Reverend Craig has agreed to be our uh, in the church Reverend. Yes. Okay, so we definitely would be hearing a lot more from her. But if you want to hear most of the times, you will have to go to our internet uh, site. And uh, and again, go to the Zone Radio Ministries. Be checking us out. And you can go to painzone.com and find out when we'll be doing our broadcast. Because we're going to be getting a lot of topics. And and thank God for her. Because she has so many different spiritual insights. And, and, you know, we're ministers, Doc and I. But we're always learning. That's right. And we need covering from not only (laughs) our church. (laughs) From other churches. From other churches. Hallelujah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But now, uh, Reverend Craig. Yes. How do one... Untangle the soul. First of all, what does it mean for someone to get tangled up? The Bible talks about, um, it doesn't actually use the word soul ties, but what it talks about is being knitted together, becoming one flesh, cleaving one to another. So when it talks about soul ties, it's talking about two souls together becoming one in the spiritual realm so when you become one in the spirit your souls become entangled with one another mm-hmm. so I have a strong desire to let the people of God understand that you can be tied to something that could be holding you back that could have you bound and the word of God can teach us how to release those things and we want to, especially women, I just have a de- heart and a desire 
for young women to love themselves and put God first. Mm -hmm. And so when they do that, they can't be held bound by anything that Satan and his imps and the ploys of the world and the things that the world has to offer. They can gird themselves up and arm themselves with what they need. But how do one's soul get tied to things or people? How does that happen? It can happen. Um, there are spiritual soul ties. For instance, marriage. That Which is could a, be a good one. That's a good one, mm -hmm. right. And friendships, that's a good one. But you have to be careful who you bound your soul with. Mm -hmm. Jonathan and David is a good example of a friendship yes. soul tie. Naomi and Ruth, that's a good example of a friendship soul tie between a mother-in-law and her daughter-in-law. Mm -hmm. So that that's a good relationship. So all soul ties are not bad soul ties. Mm -hmm. And what's near and dear to my heart is teaching women and people as a whole about ungodly soul ties. You don't want to make a commitment or get involved in a situation when God is not in it. Amen. And that's when it becomes an ungodly soul tie. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, um, we as women get involved with in relationships without even consulting God. Mm -hmm. It's oftentimes a physical attraction. I see it. I like it. I go in for the kill. <laughs> and that is nothing godly about that. That mm -hmm. is um, fulfillment of the flesh. And so when you do those things and then you find yourself, God wants us to get into a relationship, get to know one each one another, and then go into marriage and then go into sex. Mm -hmm. But as the world has taught us, and as we operate in the world, we do it entirely backwards. But now, do you think, because some people only see this from one angle, but I would like to know what you think. When the Bible says, try the Spirit by the Spirit, do you think that we should be doing that Oh, on, on a lot of different levels? Absolutely. In every area in your life, you should be... God wants... You want to be around like-minded people. You want to be around things that you are attracted to or that you are pulled to in a godly way. I try to surround myself around people that I have something in common with or I'm aspiring to be like, to grow, to teach me. So you don't want to, you know, saying apple don't fall far from the tree. <laughs> you know, I had a young lady I was on a radio show with and uh, she said, that uh, an apple don't fall too far from the tree, it rolls. How does it roll? Why, why does it roll? And she said, because it just fall down and it just keep rolling. <laughs> I don't know what made me think about that. Wow. But it was so funny. But you know, uh, and you you're right. Um, it's it's connection. Yes. My mom often says that uh, you have to be careful who you connect Connected. yourself to. Absolutely. And yes. some people can be a draining source. Yes. I like to think of it as if I'm always inputting out into you, and you never input anything back. That's not a relationship. That's right. You know, so yes. you have to be careful. In who you are having a relationship with, and sometimes people try to, to, for lack of better words, have someone become what they want them to be, yeah. and yeah. they are not capable of being that. Absolutely. So, what do you say about that? I tell women that you have to be wise in your relationships. You have to be careful how much information you give out at the beginning of any relationship. Mm -hmm. Because you get you get enough information, you can become or appear to be what that person has said they need or want in their lives. And it's just a mirage. It's just a trick of the enemy to get a foothold and to get in and try to get us from where God wants us to be. 
So you have to be very wise in any relationship, whether it's business, whether it's church, whether it's a uh, personal relationship, any relationship. But what about those fear factors? You got people that are afraid of being by themselves. But the word of God says, he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. And my ministry is based on the foundation of Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first. But Reverend Craig, I just want to be held. Pull it off over. <laughs> I just want to be held. And this is what women are saying. Yes. I don't want to be by myself. Mm -hmm. See, this is easy for you to say. Jesus because, can keep you. you know, you got a man. That's you know, and, and all of this. Well... Well, I can speak to that because I, as a woman, and not being in a relationship and not being married, I can understand those feelings, mm -hmm. have had those feelings, have had those desires. But what I realize is it's only temporary. Yeah. It's temporal. Once the, the flesh need is fulfilled, you're still alone. Well, once the flesh need is fulfilled, you might want to send them back. See, y'all missed that. <laughs> no, I caught that. I caught that. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I think people are caught up sometimes into the wrong things. They don't understand the value of the relationship. Yes. You know, instead of, if you see the spirit of the person, then that's someone you can connect yourself to. This is true, but you first got to understand the value of who you are. This is, uh, that's very wow, heavy. it is. You got to understand who you are in mm -hmm. God and who he is in you. Amen. He's the sustainer of everything in your life, mm -hmm. every area of your life. So you draw the people that you, you're in, what you are on the inside is what you draw to you. Mm -hmm. And you might wow. not even realize why you're drawing these type of people, why it is important to know how to break those soul ties, to oh, break wow. those ungodly And you know what, things. and that's that's uh, very true. That's very true. I read a statistic about um, rape victims and that there are a high number of people who are repeatedly raped. And I thought that was kind of strange, but it's because they go back into some of the old familiar yeah. habits right. and it caused them to be in the same risk factors. Right. So, now, how do people break those bad habits that would eliminate them from being in those same factors again? The first thing you have to do is be completely honest with yourself and honest with God and go and repent. That's the very first thing you got to do is repent and ask God to forgive you and even identify those um, situations that you've been in, those relationships that you've been in, those men that you know you've been with and should not have been with. Mm -hmm. You have to be honest because God already knows. Right. And in order to free yourself, you got to start with the truth. And not just women, men too. Men too. Because there are a lot of men that, oh my God, this is straight talk for Christians, is it not? There are a lot of men and, and that's uh, praising God on a regular basis, but in many relationships and it's, it's, it's uh, confusing to me because it's impossible to serve God and, and do all mm -hmm. these these different things and be in all these relationships but it happens and they're struggling with some issues but soul ties could be for anyone anyone true you know so now when when people get in not to all these wrong types of relationships and like you said, repenting first of the thing that you did that was wrong to do, that you knew was wrong to do. Right. But what about these people who had something imposed upon them that they wasn't looking for? Then you have to do the second thing when it comes to untangling your soul. You have to renounce some gotcha. things. You have to let the devil know that you cannot hold me bound mm -hmm. by what has happened to me. You mm -hmm. cannot make me feel bad about something that was out of my control. Right. I will no longer allow you to keep me tangled up and bound up in something that God has already freed me from. Mm -hmm. 
because there's healing in that. Yes. Yes. You know, there's some people that um, um, take on the accountability of what someone has did to them that was not their fault. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. they will question themselves and, and uh, second guess themselves in their relationship with God and think they're less than because of someone else. Mm-hmm. You know. But now, what do you say about? And and I'm gonna go there, Doc. I got to go there because this is straight talk for Christians. It is. These are things that tie people up in their soul. Yeah. And yeah. the soul is a very deep place. It now, is. I read somewhere that once a man's spirit is broken, he no longer has hope. And if that spirit is broken because of different things that has weighed the soul down, we're talking about soul ties, mm-hmm. got that soul weighted. Because of different circumstances that they may have gotten into on their own yes, by bad judgment and, uh, and different things that other people may have done to them. But what about those people who speak weights to the soul? I'm talking about people who may uh, speak to that soul and say, you know what, you're never going to be anything, you're never going to amount to anything, it's not going to happen for you. Would you consider that something that would tie the soul down if that person accepts that? Absolutely. Because when you do that, it's almost as if, if you will, think about a computer, how you download things on your hard drive. When you hear those negative things and you meditate on them and you believe that, then you, it's like filling your hard drive with all of this stuff that doesn't need to be there. And so if it's in your mind, you can always, or in your spirit, you can always pull that back up. So you have to do, like the Lord showed me when it comes to a computer, you have to defrag your spirit. You have to go in there and let Satan know that you have been freed. You're no longer bound. You're no longer a victim. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I begin to think about um, when... We are word beings. We are word manifested. You know, spoken word made manifest. So, I thought about how when people speak things, whether we receive it or not, our spirit stills receive it. Yes. Whether we agree with what they said, we still receive it because at the end of the day, we're going home thinking on what that person said. So, in an, in an environment where, such as like T-Pain said, you got people who have heard negative all their life and they don't know how to come out of that and it is time they're sold out and it is it has them entangled in other things because of what someone spoke over their life how do they come out of that that's when you have to know again who you are in christ and who he is in you it is not his desire for you to be bound or tangled up it is his desire that you be free and who the son has set free is free, free indeed, indeed. Yeah. you know what and i like that and that's going to be another discussion another day who <laughs> the son has set free it's free indeed <laughs> it's free indeed but are we dealing with free people this is true well you know and i guess and I heard um, someone say this, and, and I believe it was Evangelist Owen. She said that there are some people who are going to be going to heaven bound because they hadn't learned how to gain power yeah. over certain things yeah. in, in their lives. And, uh, and I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some people might not ever relinquish and, mm-hmm. and gain control mm-hmm. over that thing that has That's them. right, that's right. You know, and and which uh, you know has caused us to be in a backward state. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now, if God frees you of that, yeah, you are free. You are free. That's right. But you gotta let Him free you. Yes, yes. You know, yes. and so and I, and I do believe that wholeheartedly. Yes. Who the Son has set free is free mm-hmm. indeed. Yeah. You know, uh, you said something about you attract what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I begin to think about how we as preachers or teachers, uh, we attract those who are in the same like spirit as we. But yet, if you have been in any type of struggle, you also attract those that were in that same struggle that you're in. Absolutely. And what I begin to see is that there are people who are attracting both. They are yet 
walking in their calling, um, so they say, and they're living a life that is pleasing to God. So one, their soul is tied to God, but yet part of their soul is still tied to that thing that they struggle with. How do one become free from that? That's when you have to get your mind, body, and spirit lined up. Wow. You have to let the spirit be the one that's leading and the spirit be the one that's guiding. And, you know, the it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. It's the anointing. So you have to know how to pray and get around some praying people mm -hmm. yes. that can, again, you want to attract the people that's why I say I like to be around people that I, I am alike yeah, or yeah. want to be like mm -hmm. yes, yes. I have something in common with mm -hmm. yes. so as long as you are staying there is no right way to do something wrong mm -hmm. so as long as you continue to do it the same way you're gonna get the same results yeah, and you know they call that stupidity yes <laughs> <laughs> what's the saying uh, fool me once Shame on on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Isn't that how, how it goes? Yes. So if they're keep repeating in the same things, then obviously something is not clicking. They're not getting okay. what they need to okay. get. Okay, okay. I'm going on the rabbit trail now. I'm, <laughs> really? I'm, 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 I'm going to go that really? way. What does that have to do with? Well, you were talking about stupidity, and I'm I'm saying from a from a perspective. But you talking about fooling? No, not well. It's fooling and stupidity go hand in hand when you got people who are trying to uh, fool people with you know saying you know I no longer deal with this. I no longer um, am going in this direction. But then here you go trying to mentor or either trying to minister to someone, and you still. Right. It's like they painted a facade for you. Yeah. Exactly. Making it be something that is really not mm -hmm. and you get drawn into that. And now you're in it and you realize this is not what I thought it was. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not what I thought it was. And um oh my goodness. I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> Fool me once. Fool me twice. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let that go. But you know, I'm going to come back to that I know you're going to come back on that. I know you already know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Really? <laughs> really? Really? All right. But I, I do understand. And there, there are some people who um, you, you do need to hang with someone, I believe, um, that can restore you yes you know yes. Uh, the bible said that um ye who are spiritual, spiritual. yes restore one another back to a spiritual state yes. but you got a lot of people who uh reverend craig are not practicing spirituality mm -hmm. to the point of wanting spiritual prosperity yes. mm -hmm. and uh, and there's a maturity in that but you got a lot of people who's still stuck in the first phase yes. and hasn't uh been completely resurrected so what do you say, do you think we're, we're stuck in between these different levels, which cause our souls to be still entangled? Because if, you, if you're stuck here trying to do some things of the flesh, you can't fully fulfill the things of the spirit. That is a tie. This is true. You know, um, so there has to be a complete resurrection process. You, you still got to die to some things. But wouldn't that be man needing to go and and uh, put his will aside so that God's will can surface? Right. What you're speaking of is total total surrender. Okay. You have to total surrender your needs and your wants for the will of God. Amen. Your will has to become his will. Amen. That's exactly what I want to hear. Because uh, I think if people get to that place... Where I'm completely committed to you, God. I completely want to do what you want me to do. It's not my will, but let your will be done in my life. Then he can free them of some things. And I think if the listeners who are listening get and grasp what you just said about complete surrender, uh, total submission, even some leaders, even. Yes. You know, because there are some people that are operating out of themselves. And not out of agape love. Yes. yes. 
you know because you got some leaders that hold things against people and not see the spirit and say that this soul still has a chance mm-hmm. you understand and and the listeners need to know that you still have a chance no matter what somebody may have said or done if he left you she left you if the kids are not understanding you that you have an opportunity because you are in relationship with Christ yeah. right yeah Right. To have all these things reverse. Right. It's all about commitment. You want to commit your will and your way and everything about you to the will of God. Amen. You got to commit to it. It's, it's like making a vow. Once you make that vow, that means you're committed to it. So you want to say yes. And don't make the vow if you're not willing to make the commitment. Well, you know, some people feel, well, if I make this vow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, some people still chasing things and not chasing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think that's holy. Yeah. You know, but if I if I make this vow, then that means I got to trust him. I got to trust God. 100%. Oh, okay. Because see, some people are trusted in their ability and not in God's ability. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think about the people who are not coming to church. And the number one reason is I got to get me together. You know, they, they feel like I got to get me in line before I can come. So in other words, those people are, they are entangled. Their souls are entangled to what they're doing to the fact, to the point where they can't even allow God to come in. They but, can't surrender to him because... They're still looking. I got to get myself together before I come to him. I mean, how do you help that person come out of that situation who's entangled? They may be entangled in, in addictions. They may be entangled in, you know, certain relationships. Because even in, you would be in church instead and I have it together. Yeah, that's true. true. That's true. But there's nothing we can do alone by ourselves. That's right. That will get us ready or prepare us to come into the presence of God. You got to get into his presence. You got to come as you are. Mm-hmm. And the wonderful thing about God is he'll, he'll meet you right where you are. <laughs> We're all on different levels in our spiritual walks. And some of us are on milk and some of us are on solid food. But wherever you are, God will meet you where you are. This is true. He will meet you where you are. Yes. He definitely will. So what are some things that, you know, there may be some listeners out there um, that you can say that people may overlook that they're, you know, entangled in. What are, you know, we're not just talking about from a relationship standpoint or even a sexual standpoint. We're dealing with the world, um, a generation now that is chasing things of the world. So do you think one soul can be entangled in some of the things of the world that they want? Yes, because the world has this distorted perception of how we're supposed to live our lives. We will chase things instead of chasing Oh my goodness. God. <laughs> and we have to chase God to see where it is he's trying to trying to take us, trying to lead us. The more you get of God, the mm-hmm. more you're going to want of God. Amen. The, you know, the more he gives me, the more I want. So you so it's not about things, it's about him. It's about him. Seek ye first the, the kingdom, kingdom of God, God and his righteousness. Amen. And all these things will be added to you. I, I remember asking, knowing, God, it has to be more to life than this. Getting up, going to work, you know, purchasing things. And when I realized that if I put all my faith and trust in God, those th- all my needs are met. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of my needs are met. And the things, even my wants are met. Not because I'm doing anything. It's because I'm trusting God to do it for me. Wow. Wow. He gives me the strength. He gives me wisdom. He gives me knowledge. He gives me understanding. And because God is not a respecter of person, if he'll do it for me, he'll, he'll do, do it for me. everybody. Wow. Well, you have been in the zone with T. Payne and Doc Bishop and our Reverend for Inside the Church segments, Reverend Jacqueline Craig. And I tell you, you guys are going to be seeing and hearing more of her. You know, we plan to take a mini conference on the road to become a whole project, and I thank God for her. But 
next Saturday we will be in the studio with part two part two of our last topic uh, vision versus goals with Dr. Marilyn Bird. Lord, she's going to kill me. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Bishop. I needed that. Dr. Marilyn Bird. And uh, and she is a, uh, the author of the book, What Does Abuse Look Like? So she will be in the studio, and we're going to finish up. She was awesome last week, Doc. You missed it. What a treat. Again, this is T-Pain, and you have been in the zone. We will see you next Saturday. God bless. As always, believe, act, and follow your destiny.